Hello, podcast listeners. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. That was clean, Condra. We, we did it. Thank you. And you I, said the whole title. I Thank remembered. You. I remembered how I do the intro usually just now. And it's good that you included the colon. I hope you include senior year every time. Anyway. To the best of my ability, I will try. This is episode three of episode three. Yep. What happens in minute three? Minute three starts out with Troy looking at his hand and ends with Troy saying, we are all going to remember these 16 minutes a long time after we leave East High, which we'll get to it because I have thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's inspirational gym locker room scene. We can talk about whether my prediction from the previous minute was correct and just all the sort of little things that we see throughout this kind of back and forth locker room scene that doesn't have a lot going for it. No. So maybe it'll be a short episode. Who knows? I'm sure we'll talk about something random and go off on a wild tangent. What? We never do that. Do you like the little claw on the on the Wildcat jerseys? That's like a yellow claw that's like hanging over the lettering. I didn't even notice. So <laughs> that yeah, that's what's funny about it. It's like it's both not it's not big enough to super be noticeable, but it's also like way different than what you would normally have on the Wildcat jersey. Is it like a special championship jersey? Like, did they upgrade after becoming champions? And so it's a new jersey? New year, new jersey? <laughs> new year, new jersey. That's the um, state motto. Yep. Just a thought. Um, like, after they got the... Because they got the new hoodies with the Wildcat logo on the side. Well, we already discussed that they got the... um That they have the jerseys with the champion logo on them, too. So they are uh, branded, upgraded jersey. Maybe they're sponsored or something. And so, yeah, a little upgrade to the design, certainly from the previous movie that we saw the Wildcat jerseys in, mm-hmm. episode one. Episode one? A little one, fancier. It just, it just sounds like Star Wars when we use episode. <laughs> I just get, I, I instantly go Star Wars. <laughs> High School Musical 1, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Who oh. was The Phantom Menace, by the way? Sharpay, Ob. But she's not, re- she's like the, she's like the non-Phantom. She's like the one that you know. But she The did- true Phantom Menace is the friends we Toxic made along masculinity. the way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Which also might be instead the same of the original Star Wars. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Mr. Mike Bolton walks into the room and he's like, boys, I don't actually know what he starts out with because I get so distracted by Troy's uh, speech. He, he, he basically just says like, all right, guys. And... We cut to Troy, and during that cut to Troy, Jack throws his clipboard on the bench because he walks in with it in his right hand, and you hear a clatter during the cutaway, and then all of a sudden, Jack is talking with both hands, and there's no clipboard in sight. (laughs) And I'm angry that they cut out him throwing the clipboard because I want to see where he threw it. (laughs) I would imagine it just clattered to the ground in a sort of uncinematic way, and that's why they didn't include it the um cutaway to troy's face we're, we're not getting a lot out of troy's face right now no and i think this is kind of a key that we're gonna have to circle back to is like it's we're trying to figure out how troy is feeling in this moment because he's wrapping up his fingers he might be a little injured 
He could have jammed it right at the end there when he was trying to do that layup. He could have just jammed it a little. Yeah, he seems to be a little out of it. So let's let's circle back. Okay. But um, Jack Bolton says, all right, no more X's and O's, which is something that no DJ and alternative radio said in 2015 when the um, X's and O's came out. By L King song came out. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they said more X's and O's. Honestly, that's not a bop. So don't hate on but, it. But no, I'm, I'm just making a joke that the, the words are the same. Yeah. DJs in 2015 said more X's and O's, but Jack Bolton is saying no more X's and O's. But the caption would reveal it. Jack is referring to a different X and O. He's referring to the letter X as in offense and the letter O as in defense. Yeah, he's not making weird lewd puns that play on pop radio and like get away with it in like an old ACDC kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking about playmaking. He wants his yeah. team to just focus on one number. Or different from the um the the lewd song lyrics, is he talking about X's and O's as in hugs and kisses that you would put on a letter that you're mailing to your grandma? <laughs> one number. Like no more no more hugs and kisses, guys. This is real basketball. <laughs> yeah, that'd be more of the sentiment of like, no more Mr. Nice guy. <laughs> no, he he's saying something akin to what I my prediction was, which yes. what from the from the previous minute, which is let's not worry about the score. Let's not worry about running fancy basketball plays. Let's just go out there and live. But he does take a different tactic. So I will say my prediction was not right. He's saying there's only one number that matters. 16. 16. 16 minutes. In the future, everyone will have their 16 minutes of fame. That's what Andy Warhol said. 16 minutes in the game. 16 minutes in the season. And for our seniors, 16 minutes left wearing the Wildcat uniform. I mean, like in in legal playtime, they could wear they could wear the Wildcat uniform afterwards. But it matters here now. It does. Sixteen minutes. I don't know why I'm yes. taking this so seriously, but like Jack is like speaking to my I love locker room speeches, and this is the lamest locker room speech, like NGL, like. I, I would disagree. I would say that he surprised, like, this the tone of this locker room speech, because I had made the prediction, surprised me in how not entirely cliche it was. It went directly for the feel of, this is Troy and Chad and Zeke and Jason. I like how they each get an individual shot. And potentially guy with the popper on the back of his head that also says Richards, because he's incl- his shot is so similarly done to Troy, Chad, Zeke, and Jason. Uh, although that is not the order they're presented in. I don't know if you noticed that. Zeke. It's yeah, it's Zeke, Chad, Jason, Troy. Yeah, which is weird. And Jason, Jason, looks his like face he's a bruise. looks. <laughs> it looks like he was punched in the jaw. <laughs> this is a, this is some. There's some. There's some bows being thrown in this basketball game. No, Jason's face looks like a little bit more matured, like yeah. the actor who plays him probably. He grew it up a little bit. Hit that adult stride yeah. in his facial development. We get um sad Chad. Chad sad. Sad Chad. Um he's looking he's a l- looking a little bit worse for wear. 
Yeah, I mean, Zeke is the only one that is, like, clean-faced and has somewhat... <laughs> yeah, Zeke's been riding the bench. He's been breaking too many crim relays, not hitting That's the hoops That's not enough. true. We just saw Zeke <laughs> in the game. It was only Zeke and Troy in the game right as it went to the, fu- the halftime. It was Klapow, too. And Kl- well, Klapow is apparently not a senior. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, too. <laughs> that 30-year-old man is not a senior. <laughs> Speaking of 30-year-old men, behind Jack Bolton on like the left side of the screen, yeah. there's like a very Grease-esque, like, that guy's an adult Is that one of the player. assistant coaches? No, it's not. He's one of the players. Oh. In fact, you can see... This basketball player on the left and Brad Johnson, presumably the assistant coach on the right, and the player on the left looks older <laughs> than the assistant coach, just oh, if you look no. at it. <laughs> so that was and then and then another there's another kid who's like a shorter, super young kid. Yeah. Who's also in the locker room. Yes. And you're like, wait a second, that kid's like 14 and that guy's like 30. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget about that short kid. Oh, is, does he come back in a big way? <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna say, put a pin in him. <laughs> well, don't. I won't literally put a pin in him, though. That would be well. Painful. No, you took two pins. You put his jersey on the wall, and then he'll be dangling because he's too short. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do I do I have to do that with like a bow and arrow? Like if I do like this is like a Robin Hood men in tights mm, thing. It is. I yeah. shoot five arrows, but then when it cuts to the guy being stuck to the tree, there's six arrows. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack is focused on the seniors and on the guys just playing as a team and like creating a memory, which is a wild like this is reminiscent of Jack's speech to Troy before the championship game in the first movie. But at the same time, it is it is broader. It is less personal, obviously, because it's not father to son. But Jack also looks a little emotional. His eyes are a little red. I don't know if that's like allergies or he hasn't been sleeping <laughs> or what. But he's been screaming on the basketball court, complaining about fouls not being called. Ah, so his eyes are bloodshot. <laughs> yeah, he uh, popped a popped a blood vessel. Yeah, you ever pop a blood vessel in your eye just from like stress or being angry? No, fortunately, my eyes will look like, like really red all the time though because of like I don't sleep. I feel like it happened to me once. We were at school and we had like a Zoom assembly, so we were we were hearing this person talk in the computer through Zoom, and for some reason the way they were mic'd up was so loud and every time they would talk it would come through the loudest possible sound ever and it would just like it was driving my ear like it was just an audio assault on my person and i like could not take it and when i left the room i was like my eyes are bloodshot because i'm just like i can't do this (laughs) um so that was interesting (laughs) Yeah, sometimes when I'm, like, having a bad food reaction or, like, I'm really sick that day, my eyes will be super bloodshot, and that can be, like, a secret tip for some people to know if I'm not feeling well. Yeah. But anyway, this guy with the paw on the back of his head. (laughs) Yes. That is so mid-2000s. It's ridiculous. it's It's, like, painted onto his head, and his hair's grown over it. Yes. Well, no. So his hair's, like, How do you achieve that effect? You achieve that by using aerosol hair dye and a stencil 
So his hair is super, super short. You can do this with like a mohawk or, and the nice thing is he has light colored hair. So what they did is they placed a stencil over the back of his head and then they just took some like spray on hair dye and just gave him a paw print on the back of his head. Now, do you think the other players on the team, well, it, it all depends on like how good this guy is on the team and like whether he plays or whether he's just kind of a bench warmer and whether he's a senior, like, do you think when he showed up with this, people were like, oh my God, Richards showed up and he's got this thing on the back of his head. What an idiot. Or do you think they were all like, that's the coolest thing. I'm so they're jealous. All like, that's the coolest thing. I'm so jealous. Cause that was like a thing in the 2000s. I don't know if you remember that, but people used to get like shaved sides were kind of a thing, but like they would do designs in the shaved sides. Yeah, and the shave sides and the design things that te- that strikes me as uh, like um, the two thousands catching up and appropriating um, like black culture a bit. Yeah, definitely. That that era of the mid two thousands for sure. Yeah. So this is like a tamer version of that, I guess. <laughs> but it's a wild cat. But it's not the shave sides thing. This is a different phenomenon. This is like getting a thing sprayed. This is like something you'd get at a carnival almost. Like honestly, it. I've been seeing this lately, like where people will do scenes or like elaborate designs on mohawks. Lately, I've been seeing this online, and which is super cool. But like, also, I'm like, how long does that last? (laughs) Yeah, like, are they like big, tall mohawks with like things on the side? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely like a creative artistic thing. This this he clearly just like went into a local like supercuts and or like went like hair hey. chalk even. What? It could have been hair chalk cuz that was like a wicked thing in the night in the mid 2000s. Oh, so you're saying did he get this done by a professional or did he no. like walk into a Walgreens and get like a special thing? I think he did this at home. Okay. Okay. That's that's also interesting cuz I was assuming it was done at a salon or something. So anyway, it'd be yeah. cooler if Troy had this and then just for the rest of the movie he was walking around. Um, I think they would have lost their product if Troy had short hair. <laughs> he could he could do like, yeah, Troy Troy with a shaved side, so he <laughs> he has like the 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 overcut hair so it's like short on the side but he still's got the long flow. So basically what his haircut is now. But no, like, but like really shaved on the side. Oh. Like, it's almost like an emo look. You know oh. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. It just, it seems unlikely. Jack Bolton ends his speech and says, okay, captains. And then all the just players leave. turn. Yeah. To Chad and Troy, who I don't think Chad is standing in front of his, Chad has moved to stand next to Troy because presumably their lockers are not next to each other because you can kind of see the labeling of other lockers behind Troy. Yeah, and it's Troy like, was sitting in front of his locker. It said Bolton. There's the other lockers that say Hannah and Reed. Presumably these are last names. Of maybe not even basketball players. Like it could be lacrosse I would players. assume that all the basketball players' lockers are in this locker room. Well, yeah, but there are more lockers than basketball players. Fair enough. Maybe, but maybe the varsity and the JV team shares this space. It would be interesting if we could actually visit the set and see, like, if all the names on the back of the jerseys matched all the names 
in that the locker room that we see. That is one thing I wish I had more information on was like the names of all the basketball. We have it for the first movie for the most part, but after that, it really gets a little scarce. Like, why didn't they just put Danforth and whatever Jason's last name like up Cross. there? Like, like they could have just hit us with the four characters whose names we actually know. Yeah. I wish there was like a high school musical yearbook that had more than just like the main eight ish kind of thing. Yeah, you need. Yeah, we need the like like the Pokemon Pokedex, but for yeah. <laughs> but for high for school high musical school, characters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want the cheerleaders and the. Yeah. Did they ever make like um like an encyclopedia book like you would get for Star Wars? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> For the kids who didn't like reading but needed to look at something in the library, it's just a book full of, full of it's the visual dictionary. I love the visual dictionaries. We're actually ordering right now. There's a new Star Wars book that just got released that's the timeline, and it's the Star Wars timeline in its entirety, <laughs> and I'm so excited for this book. Just saying, if the High School Musical visual dictionary doesn't exist, somebody get on that. Anyway. The captain they maybe speech. missed their market, like by twenty years. <laughs> it's fine. Not even t- well, more less than twenty, but like fifteen years. Yeah. The so, captain's speech. The captain. Troy speech. says. All right. Hey guys. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> you heard, Coach. You know, a rousing start to to a. Speech. Yeah, this is really this is this weird is really for Troy. Weird. And again, this is why I was talking earlier about like, how are we supposed to think that Troy is feeling here? It seems like he is, if not under the weather, like really going through something else and not his mind isn't on the basketball game. His because head this is, is not in the game and his heart is not in the song. Oh, boy. I mean, because basically everything we know about Troy is that like when it comes down to it, he can make a charismatic speech. Yeah. And he loves his team so much. Yeah, he loves basketball literally more than anything. More than Gabriella. Gabriella. (laughs) I would say more than Gabriella. We can circle back to this. This is a fun argument to have. Yes. (laughs) We'll pin that again. (laughs) What did the last uh, movie prove? It's hard to say. The themes in that last movie weren't strong. (laughs) But Troy is fumbling here in a way not too dissimilar from his performance in the last... 30 seconds of the half. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, whatever happens, we're all going to remember this this game together as Wildcats. Yeah. It's like, cool. Yeah. We're all going to remember that time we were in the state championship and lost. Thanks, Troy. I'd prefer to remember the time that we won last year. It's like, I have a problem with this idea in the same way like that people put so much pressure on senior year of high school. That they're like, oh, this is going to be the best year of our life and like this, that and the other. And like, oh, we're so great. And like everything we do matters right now. And it's like, no, it doesn't. The <laughs> probability of you're going to remember stuff. I mean, you're maybe going to remember some of the big stuff, but like not everything. Yeah, that's a great point. I just have a problem with the overemphasis. I think the thing is like. They express this idea in Moneyball at at the Brad Pitt movie. Mm-hmm. At some point, everyone in their life is going to get told that they can't play the game anymore. And for three out of four or four out of five of these seniors in the room, that's probably the case. It seems like everyone but Troy 
this might be their last basketball game. You know, you can you can go play out on the street and do some three on threes in the park, but like big basketball game with everyone cheering you on. At some point, it's your last go. Yeah. And this is it. And maybe that feeling is getting to Troy. Yeah. And he's he's not able to rise to the moment. Maybe he's considering this might be his last. It does he want to we're continuing the question. Does Troy want to continue basketball after high school? Yeah. And maybe if he doesn't win this game. <laughs> maybe maybe that or decide it. <laughs> yeah, the we don't know what the recruiters think. Yeah. Although most recruiters would say like the results of a championship game don't affect the recruitment process. That's not like how they judge you as a player. But Chad is also there. Chad looks like sweatier and more stressed. And like, he also just doesn't look like he's going to participate in this speech giving. Like he doesn't know what he's, he would say. Yeah. I guess. Do you want to make a prediction of what Chad might say or how this speech might continue? I don't know. Either Chad is going to unexpectedly like hit us with the what team wildcats and like really get us pumped in a way that Troy couldn't. And it'll be like Troy having a moment of like, oof, I'm slacking here. Chad's doing his usual good thing, but I'm really down low. Or Chad's going to kind of match the level of Troy. And then they're, everyone else is going to walk out and they're going to have like a one-on-one conversation of like, what's wrong? It, it does vaguely seem like they might even be fighting with each other in this mm-hmm. time. Because when they're standing next to each other, they don't exactly look happy to be there. Well, I mean, would anyone be happy to be there with 16 minutes left and they're down 40? 21 points. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the other thing that we haven't really talked about is because this might be a reveal as, you know, Chad being a co-captain of the basketball team. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was not a given when we were thinking about the basketball team in previous movies. Yeah. I feel like we did learn that at some point, but I just don't know when. Cause I knew, like I knew that going into it, but like it makes sense, but yeah. I don't know if it was ever said. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Like you might have just known it in your brain because you're familiar. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like you know, Luke Skywalker is a Jedi, but when you watch the first fifteen minutes of A New Hope, you're like, oh, he doesn't know anything yet. He's just a poor farm boy. And like, I'm waiting for him to become something cooler than he actually is right now. Yeah. Or waiting like when Buttercup has not yet realized that Wesley is also the Dread Pirate Roberts. And then he <laughs> finally says, as you wish. And it's like, yes, we got there. <laughs> Thank you, you little dummy. <laughs> you sweet summer child. So yeah, anything else for this minute? Seems like we got it. Yeah, I, I think we'll see how the the speech goes. It will continue, obviously, because I made Tyler make a prediction. But it's an interesting opening to the movie. Like, we're in the first five minutes of the movie right now. Yeah, I mean, we're done with the third. Like, this is the end of the third minute of the movie. We haven't seen Gabriella. We haven't seen Sharpay, let alone Ryan or Taylor. Yeah. It has been all about the basketball boys and... It's like at a weird quiet, like if you consider first movie was like a weird build up to karaoke, like we were getting ready for karaoke at this point or not even we might have been playing basketball right here. 
um, <laughs> in the in the ski resort, and then in the, f- the second movie, we were. What time is it? Yeah, the little clock intro. I think what's interesting about this is summer. summer. Starting in media res with a movie like this, right? It just makes it naturally more exciting. It's a it's a story writing tactic, tactic, and we've talked about this before of starting your movie as late as p- possible right? Jumping right into the middle of the character emotions and arcs, as opposed mm-hmm. to like trying to somehow start at the beginning. It's more interesting if Chad and Troy are sort of mad at each other about something and we have to figure out why than seeing the origin of that argument, mm-hmm. assuming that that's potentially where this is going. I think too, in our constant reflection of, okay, this is teaching kids about film and media more broadly. This is a... S- something we haven't quite seen before so it's it's a new introduction yeah and and we've also never seen the the wildcats losing Mm -hmm. before it throws us into like a completely new scenario our characters are down on their luck and not because sharpay has messed with them and because the boyfriend and girlfriend have broken up in a sort of anticlimactic way it's like oh we might start this movie with the wildcats losing and then have to build our way back up from there. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a sort of it's it's a sort of thing that you think about like the different plots of like a Star Trek episode. Yeah. Sometimes you have, you know, a character set up and it's there's like a secret that needs to be revealed and you're building up the tension until something at the end snaps and it happens. But the reverse of that is you have something dramatic happen at the beginning, and then you have a bunch of just seeing how that unravels and unfolds and how people react to that. Mm. I mean, it's a movie, so we're going to get a little bit of both here, obviously. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's going to build, it's going to build, this movie will build to a climactic song and dance number. I can guarantee that. Oh, boy. But but what do you think the climactic song and dance number is going to be about? Like, I bet it's going to be all of our characters singing and dancing together. Wow. Nice and broad there. Way to, way to shoot your shot. Oh, Yes. You know, I shoot my shots. I'm like Troy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Letting Klapow try to alley-oop me. <laughs> anyway, we should go. <laughs> All right. Well, if you enjoyed this and you want to tell us that, send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can get in touch with us at Wildcat Minute on Tumblr. Is that how that works, though? I don't actually know how Tumblr works. I think if you look up the name Wildcat Minute, you'll find us. Okay. But, like, can you just message? So it, it's not like our Twitter account, at Amateur Nerds, where you can I just message us. I think you could us. potentially private message someone if we both follow each other, maybe. I don't know. Or just leave a comment. We're going to post things there. Leave a comment. Or you can also follow us on Instagram, at Amateur Nerds. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out how the, the, the Wildcats take the field. What I bet they'll take it by storm. You can bet on it. That was, that was not a great one. <laughs> also, I don't think we introduced ourselves at the beginning. <laughs> that was a bad one. You can bet on it. <laughs>